the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning, San Diego. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I am Ken Anderson along with David Ross and Mark Mahady. George Allman has the day off today. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good. How are you? Good morning. Good morning I'm doing well. I'm doing well. You know, I did not I did not bother to take a look at the sky, the sky today when I walked I out looked of the at it for you. And? Uh, nice and clear? No, it was... There was a very light overcast there was high thin clouds so you could see the stars and the moon there was a beautiful crescent moon last night i didn't see it this morning i saw it yeah it was was a very very, twilight very small beautiful and uh spacex postponed another launch so i didn't get to see that last night yeah 20 i have to wait till the 28th would have been perfect viewing yes it would have although i think i think the launch on the 28th i think is supposed to go off at 8 30 which would be even better 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 it would be good if me if it's not cloudy you know the the weather yes the weather that's true weather's a change in yeah well you know we do have that the strongest el nino in 70 years coming which if that's or maybe if, if that if that if that's the case i just look back at the one the the first el nino that i remember when we were in high school high school yeah and, it's crazy and this this one's going to be stronger than that yeah, yeah. But, but you know of, they have more data that water now. gonna go yeah that's true they have more data now so we know that it's a strong true. el nino yeah. could mean more rain or less rain or, or less rain yeah. or Average rain. Yeah. Exactly. So. You just never know. You just never know. Just we are Mother supposed Nature to have a, is a, a force. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, you, it is. Um, we are going to have a nice today and tomorrow. Still sunny, clear, warm oh, for the arrival of, it's of roses. When, it's Wednesday that yeah. the rain is supposed to Monday and Tuesday, rain. we're supposed to have overcast and a change to an onshore flow with cooler weather. But mo- there's rain that's supposed to go... From L.A. north, and maybe light rain for us on Tuesday, but later in the week, Wednesday Wednesday through Saturday. Wednesday through Saturday. Oh, see, they've, okay. they're they've, talking about real rain. This has changed since Already? last night. Um, yeah, 50% chance of rain on Wednesday, 60 on Thursday, partly cloudy on Friday, and partly cloudy on Saturday. So they are... Hedging their bets. Well, but they're optimistic about us getting between one and three inches of rain Wednesday and Thursday then. As this l- low pressure system out over the Pacific comes into northern Baja, well, they're about halfway optimistic because it's only fifty and sixty percent. <laughs> so. But that's the first time we've had any real rain in our forecast in for a while. Yes. Yeah. So if we do get it, you'll have to make turn sure you turn, turn your, spr- sprinklers. Turn your yes. sprinklers off. Batten down the hatches. It's a twister. It's a twister. I got my I got my last water bill not. Not too long ago, about a week or about a week or ten days ago, I guess it was, and I would because they 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 tell you what you spent or last what year, you used yeah. this year compared sure. to the same period last year. Right. I think I was within twenty dollars of what I used last year, which was dramatically lower than what it is in this what it in was the summer, in the summertime. Right. It was way it was almost fifty percent of what what you, what we use in the summertime. So I thought that was kind of interesting. 
I hope we do get this rain. We need it. We absolutely do. Mm-hmm. It's been a little while. Yeah, yeah. It had, when was it the last time that we got rain? I can't well, last even time, well, it was just a few weeks ago, but I had a whole less than a tenth of an inch of rain at my house up in the, I think up towards Poway in the northern half of the county. They got maybe up to a quarter of an inch, but yeah, not it's yeah, it's not not much. Really. No, but this this sounds like a sprinkler turning off storm coming our way. Sounds it could like be. it. Yes, it could be. Especially with this. Somebody may, somebody posted a picture of Convict Lake the other day, which is just south of just south of Mammoth. Um, and I was surprised how little snow was on the ground up there. But I know Mammoth is open. Well, they've been getting, I guess they've been warm storms. Maybe, but they, they've... They've been getting the El Nino storms and atmospheric rivers. But they've, they've, they've got snow on the ground up there. Um, same thing up in Lake Tahoe. They have, I'm pretty sure they have snow up there as well. So, I uh, me no no. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it snowed in Lake Tahoe when we were there in October. That's that is correct. Yeah, I do remember seeing we, that dusting overnight. Yeah, we woke up one from, morning from the valley. We, we woke up one morning in Reno and looked up on the mountain. There was snow all over oh, the place. Oh wow, it's beautiful. That's yeah. when I decided I'm moving to Genoa. That's right. Yes, not Genoa. No, Genoa. Genoa. I would not mind living there. It's Melanie, f- Melanie was. She got a phone call actually from our one of our friends that lives in lives in Minden, which is right outside of. Did we Genoa. drive through Minden? I think on our we may have, to I think Genoa, or are on our way. Yeah, I must have been on a on our way down there. Um, he loves it. He's he said I'm, he said I'm never coming back to San Diego again. He just absolutely loves it up there. We volunteers at a volunteers at a museum up in Lake Tahoe, up in Incline Village, and just mm. done, just done. Yeah, absolutely loves it. So. Uh, let's see. What do we have going on? There are no classes for the rest of the year, which is only, what, two, two weeks? Two weeks, yeah. And then that'll be the end of 2023. Um, do you have the classes for January? You... No, I do not. The first class, I'm actually, not... the first class in January is a Tyler, in Poway, is a Tyler Trimble fruit tree, fruit tree pruning yeah. class. That I can tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, looking San Diego, at I'm not sure, looking at the end. Uh, San Diego. Do you remember when we were doing show prep and I asked you if you wanted and you said, "Ah, don't worry." Do you remember that? Well, he didn't say, ah, "Don't." Well, worry, I thought you. Did. I thought you were looking it up anyway. Yeah. So, <laughs> don't worry about it. Uh, let's see. Well, now there's there's uh, with the San Diego Botanical Garden Foundation. There's nothing going on through the end of the year. Are, are they? They're still having January. their light show, correct? Not not the botanical garden, the botanical garden foundation. Uh, That's the Balboa, the gotcha. group that manages all the stuff that goes on in Balboa Park. Um, the light show, I believe, is still going on at San Diego Botanical Garden, the old quail okay. gardens, right? Um, and Jungle Bells is going on at the zoo. And Melanie and I went with our neighbors um, to the opening party for that that they they do a very nice job at the at the zoo as well they it's it's worth it's worth going to see um that palm tree that my grandfather planted looks spectacular right now they completely wrapped all the trunks with, oh, really? with lights yeah and it's i had forgotten how big that palm tree is it's a huge palm tree that was the reclinata yeah, yeah the senegal date palm well think think of how big it was when they moved it. Well, it was big when they moved and it. And that was and 50 years ago? 1954. More than wow, 50 years almost ago. Almost 70 years, years ago. ago. Wow. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else is going on? Uh, oh, uh, a friend of mine posted some pictures of the uh, botanical building in Balboa Park. Work is progressing on that slowly, but it's it's coming along. So I'm anxious to see what – because they changed the facade back to what it was – more to what it was originally um and then i think they were going to add on to the back of it and i still haven't heard if i haven't heard recently there was a, there was a lot of uh there was a lot of chatter that they were going to create a rentable event space within the mm. within the building and a lot of people didn't were not in favor of that then because the bill it was always free to get in right right so they there was some talk about either charging for admission or creating Setting aside space, space yeah. for for events, so I don't, 
I don't don't know. I have not heard the heard the latest on that. Um, I only see the Poway classes list. Oh, we may have not have gotten the may not have gotten the. And it is it is fruit tree pruning and spraying with Tyler on the first Saturday. Speaking of spraying, if you have not sprayed your roses or your fruit trees, there's still plenty of time to do that, and I would I would recommend doing that. Would you? I would. I'm not yes. going to do it, but well, you could grab the wrong bottle out of I, the closet and spray. Yeah, I, speaking of which, I need to go out and I need to go out and prune all the roses too. They're, I give you until the end of January. You could, yeah, you've got time to do it. There, there's no right. reason you don't have to rush out. And, I have a couple that I don't have to prune this year. Why? Did you kill them? I did not kill them. Oh, well, the gophers got them. Ate them. Both of them from the bottom up, but I did get two gophers out of that area. But I think there's still another one. Still working. another one in there. Mm. Yeah. So I did a premature pruning because it had about a square foot of roots left, not a cubic foot, but just a very small thing of uh, roots left. So I chopped the rose bush way back and replanted it like a brand like new root root rose. Yeah. And I have the other one that had even fewer roots. I cut it back more and stuck it in a bucket of water, and I need to, I need to plant that now. Right. See if it'll come back, and then, however, I could just buy new roses because yeah, they're coming. They're, they're here. They showed oh, up. they're, they're here. here. They're okay. here. They showed up um, earlier Thursday this week. Yeah, San Diego Thursday. has some of theirs out already, and Poway will be getting some out today. Wow. Have you looked at them yet? I have not. I'd be curious to see what they. I brought my. See what they look I like this season. My Farmer John overalls and, and my too. sleeve protector, the, the the garden gator that you can't get anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. I am ready. Well, good. And I have lots of ibuprofen. <laughs> I was scared yesterday, so I didn't take any more last night. So I'm ready <laughs> this ready. morning. Yeah, you weren't limping as bad this morning. Uh <laughs> I was being brave for you guys. Is that what it was? Yes. Um, still have a lot of seed potatoes in stock. If um, you haven't planted your potato crop yet this year, um, you can plant a few different varieties, and yeah, you'll have quite a few. You, you get a get a good harvest off of them. I finally harvested the ones I planted late this year, and they're just sitting in a box outside waiting for me to plant them. And I did buy new ones because when the new varieties came in and they looked so good i did have to to, i had to pull them even though i have a bunch that i'm not going to use other than as seed potatoes so i probably have a hundred seed potatoes now so i'm going to need to go purchase a couple of extra acres so i can so i can (laughs) plant them up do you become a potato farmer um i actually did get the fresh short day sweet onion starts and i did Plant them. Okay, very good. And they're growing well. Yeah. I got a gopher from over near them, too, so they're still safe. Remember last year they all got eaten? Yeah. The gophers ate the onions? Oh, they, yes. I didn't know that. Well, yes. That surprises me. They took them right up to to ground level. So I just had some, some they, they, were, they were prepping my green onions exactly. for me. <laughs> yeah. That was awfully nice of them. Uh, you can't listen to the Garden Talk here at KCBQ and KPRZ. If you would like to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is a number. We would love to talk to you. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more right after this. your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross and Mark Mahady. George has the weekend off. Um, we were talking, we were talking about, about sweet onions. <clears throat> yes, and what we got in in mid-November, there are some leftovers, at least in Poway. 
they are still plantable because even though they look terrible, all you need is the, yeah, the base root, and a few right. roots. But we are expecting a new shipment of short-day sweet onion types, best for San Diego and Southern California, and leeks. The leek starts will be in the second or third week of January. So if you haven't Have you planted grown leeks? Sweet- yeah, I did, yes. Okay. I think I did once, but I can't remember. I, yeah, I, I haven't. I know that. George, George was listening to some of our old shows to trying to put together something for weeks when we might not be here just in case. Mm-hmm. And he said he was chuckling. He has headphones on, so I can't hear what's going on and he can't hear me, but he started chuckling. And he said, I said, what was that? He took off the headphones and told me that I had discovered some vegetables that I had left in the ground while I was weeding. And it was something we were talking about. And that would be leeks and onions, I'm sure, because they get disappeared into that very easily. Probably. Uh, So what else do we have coming in? Well, well, the roses, um, as we get them processed and get them out, the rose season is always very exciting. And I will be replacing a couple, even though I think... How many varieties of roses we get this year, do you, you think? Know, I would guess probably close to 200. Okay. And if you want roses, and I can't imagine anyone who doesn't, now will be the time. The best selection Correct. of the best quality roses that you'll find all year is beginning right now. It's not yet because we haven't gotten them all out of the boxes and pruned right. and processed and yet, yeah. potted up. But um, now is the time for... Anybody who wants to replace a rose garden, replace a rose, or, or start, start a new one, one yeah. it really is the time. And we are super close, and people still call every day, when are the fruit trees coming in? When are the fruit trees coming in? Um, and that is, we don't know what day, but it'll be the week between Christmas, Christmas and, and New Year's. Year's. Okay. And both lists, the rose list and the fruit tree list, are now Available. posted online on okay. our website. And the rose list is rose list has photos pictures. has photos attached to pictures it. and oh, descriptions. Wow. That's cool. And this year the rose list is similar to our fruit tree list in that it has a a P and an S on it because we're not having all the same varieties at both stores. So there's going to be yeah, a little bit of San difference. Diego Poway, right? Just like we've done with the fruit tree list in the past. Yes. Any of the new how many new roses are we getting in this year? Do you know? That is an excellent question, and you don't know. That is correct. I, I don't. There's going to be there's a few new varieties, and then there are what's the new varieties that aren't new, but that um, that we haven't had before. So they are going to be new to the nursery, but they are not new this year. Okay. I had one of uh, our customers who's waiting for rose season tell me that. Oh, those are varieties I haven't seen before, and and there was some excitement about Very that. Cool. So, oh, I'll have to take a look at the rose list online and see what. Yes, exactly. you, yes, you will, because I believe out. the new varieties are in bold print, so you could just scroll down and and see which varieties those those are. What they are, yes. Oh. Very good. Uh, asparagus crowns are 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 they in or are they due in? They're in. They're and they in. are in Poway. They haven't made it to Point Loma yet. They'll go down to Point Loma on Monday. On Monday. Okay. And add a few berries. But we do have an extensive selection of the potted fruit, fruit trees, trees, which the mm-hmm. grapes, the figs, there's some mulberries, there's some... Pomegranates or no? All the pomegranates, okay. yes. Um, and the grapes and the cane berries. I said grapes already, didn't you I? You did, but that's okay. I don't listen. I was to surprised at how big some of the, the sleeved trees are. They're huge. Yeah, and the the persimmons. That's what I didn't say. The oh, persimmons. persimmons. Okay, and they're they're whips. They're not very well branched, but they are three to four feet or four to five feet tall. They're perfect to put in, nip the top, and then there's there's little risk of them not coming out of dormancy, yeah. which is persimmons and pomegranates are two of the, yeah, the more difficult to... trees to to get to survive from bare root. And that's have, why they like, really do that very much. That's why they're anymore. doing them in the sleeves. Exactly. Yeah. And the other thing that's nice about the sleeves is you don't have to dig a giant hole to shoehorn all the roots into. Yeah. It's a much smaller true, very much true. smaller way to get started. Last year when they came in, I got first pick of the giant Fuyu persimmons. I, you always get I, the first pick. 
figured it was the best one, and I took it home mm-hmm. and left it in its sleeve and watered it and watered it until all the soil started falling out of the sleeve, and then I put it into a little <laughs> bit bigger pot. But I still haven't put the darn thing in the ground. Well, they need to do that. Screaming I know. Planted. Screaming to be planted. I know. I I know the process. You just I know. It's... I just get stuck at different points in the progress. I see. I understand. Or process. I, I bring it. I find it. I select it. I purchase it. I bring it home. And then wait. I did get my my passion fruit vine into the ground immediately. My and see this might have something to do with it. My kids were have been extremely disappointed because that I don't have passion fruit right now. So I had to get another one. You know, they're short-lived. They're I, five to ten five to years seven or something. Years, something like, I mean, yes, something like that. So they're used to having them at home right. and getting them in care packages, but I haven't had one. So I finally... Planning one. Well, I got one a couple of years ago, but it never made it in the ground and it didn't survive. <laughs> but this one is in the ground and it is growing and thriving and they should have some fruit next year. Well, there you go. They're so easy to grow, aren't they? Yeah, and when I can't oh, they get grow like weeds, it's, uh, they grow so fast. Do you remember remember Leah Gray oh, and yes. how many she brought in when oh, yeah. the yeah. tree in Point Loma was fruiting? Yeah, it's crazy. I don't remember that. And when I don't have citrus anymore because of citrus greening disease, then I'll be able to send them passion fruit. Oh well, yeah, you know that's yeah. coming. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we we hope not. But. Well, we did talk about it a little bit last week about the expanding quarantines and the new fines in the San Diego County right, area. Right. Mm-hmm. And just a reminder, in case there's somebody new listening and hasn't heard it, please treat your citrus for Asian citrus psyllid, which is the vector. It is what spreads the non-curable fatal citrus greening disease. And so it is spreading by the bug. And so if we control the bug, we can slow the spread and keep David's citrus alive longer. Oh, everybody's citrus alive longer. Oh, yes. Yes, it's for other people, too. Um, So true. You know, back to asparagus. Did you ever plant asparagus? Yes. In your now you have to plant them deep, right? Don't yeah. you have to? Aren't you, you plant them and bury them, kind of like yeah, about a, uh, like potatoes. a foot, deep, like a foot deep, and then yeah, you, as yeah. they're growing, you, you backfill, back, yeah, backfill. And it. once they're in and established, then that that bed should remain productive for they say up to you know twenty plus years. Yeah, I know they they will produce a, for a, they'll produce a long time. I just. I, I, I just them, never wanted to make that commitment. I no. put them in a. This was no. from uh, Bill Tall at City Farmers Nursery. I had seen his raised straw bed when I went mm-hmm. down there. So I came home and I purchased four bales of straw and I started slowly filling it. Um, and then I planted the asparagus crowns in it. And it did well for only a couple of years. And it really takes asparagus. A year or two to get going. Yeah, even though it we takes have, a, it, right. ta- it takes right. a while. We have two year crowns, so they should start producing in one year. But by the time it started producing, your bales were the bales were being eaten by yeah. earthworms that had they loved no. that mulchy soil that the asparagus was in, and they destroyed my bales and it fell apart. And also, my avocado tree encroached and took it over. So that was the end of, of my asparagus, asparagus bed. Growing. I see. Yeah, because once it get once it gets established, right? It's I it remember can be difficult to control. When I was a kid, and I was doing Mark Miller's paper route, mm-hmm. so seventh or eighth grade, something like that. At the end of my route, I would come by a almost swampy, low lying area on my way back to my parents' house, and against the posts, every once in a while, there would be a new big asparagus spear coming out of the ground. Somebody had planted them there years ago. Mm-hmm. And so I would cut an asparagus spear and take it home for mom. Oh. But it was it was uncultivated, and it was just a, a low-lying wet area. Wasn't cared, cared for. It was Nothing. Just a, yeah. 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 Wow. Of course, now it's a million-dollar house. <laughs> but um, they but, took care of themselves. Right. They got the moisture, and they were tolerant of extra moisture, but they produced. Well, you know, you, when you plant ornamental asparagus, <laughs> watch out! It, watch out! Because yeah. true, it it can be takes over. It it can take over, and yeah. it can, you, and it can be difficult to get rid of once you unless you unless you get rid of the crowns. Yeah, 
Yeah. I've never thought about it in those terms before. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. I and, do know, and we tell people to remove the crowns if you want to get rid of the weedy asparagus, not the edible asparagus, and that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, you know, that's a – well, asparagus Meyeri has kind of started to make a comeback. We've been selling more of that. And it is less aggressive. It's less aggressive. But, right. you know, I remember uh, we used to sell a lot of asparagus Springeri and sell it as a as a ground cover. And uh, But, man, once that stuff gets in, it's – that's a that's a tough one to take a to get rid to of. Get yeah. Very. I think we used to sell that in hanging baskets too. So I'm it's guessing asparagus, the the foxtail, myri, mm-hmm. right. must not seed as vigorously as freely as the springeri. I remember it having. Right? We had it in our yard when we lived in Bay Park. Did it volunteer? But I don't remember it volunteering, but I remember seeing the seeds on it because it yeah. has a little red. But it the springer eye comes up oh, yeah. everywhere. The springer eye goes everywhere. Comes, uh, up yeah. under bushes and through things, and the only way to get it out is to dig out the crowns. But you don't see the more desirable, at least for floral arrangement and things, the foxtail one coming up. No, so it must not produce viable no. seed. The other one that's the other one that's Ret- really invasive is uh, oh, is it retrofract? Well, there's retrofractus. That's uh, the fine, fine that leaf one. Yeah, the needly one. Yeah, yeah. But um, the plumosa, I think, is the real fine. Oh yeah, the yeah, ferny, yeah. the ferny, yeah. viney one. one. Yeah, I think that's that's yes. plumosa, and that that we, could be that can be pretty invasive. We yes. let that get established at my parents' house, and I was the one after probably ten years of letting it go that got to climb up into the trees and start cutting it out. And, they have and those, thorns, those thorns, thorns yeah. yeah, where the they tear yeah. the heck out of you, and yes. the stems were so strong it would girdle. The trees, the trees would oh, really? grow oh, really? over it. Yeah, I was growing up in citrus and stuff, and then the the skin of the citrus would overgrow it. Wow, it was I, didn't, I did not know that. It was wow. re- it was awful. Yeah, it really. I've was. never seen it. It's a beautiful plant. It but, is actually, but it's a it's a tough one to uh, tough one to control. You listen to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. If you want to give us a call, eight 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 three four four eleven seventy is the number. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back with more right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross and Mark Mahady. George has got the day off. Um, what we were talking about, we were talking about asparagus yeah. and the ornamental asparagus. Um, you know I, you know what, I had a customer come in, the, come in on Thursday, I guess it was, and ask for it. And I, haven't, I have not had a customer come in and ask for this plant for years, but he wanted pyracantha. Oh, wow. I mean, and it's, we, yeah. we used to sell... Yeah, that was one of the, it was a staple. Exactly, it, it was a staple. We had it. I, right. We had, had had some had some nice ones, but you know, God, there were there were we used to have probably what and, half a dozen different yeah different varieties, varieties that, with different colored berries, different colored and, berries, yeah, different that, heights, right? Lining, yeah, bushy. Yeah. yeah, we we have a situation with some of our pyracantha that the red berries aren't red enough. And we keep swapping out some. <laughs> it comes in looking great, but the red eventually enough. the berries aren't red enough. Are they kind of orange up or whatever? I, I guess so. Uh, well, well, I know there are who's, there are who's varieties. Having issues with that. Well, same person over and over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know there are. I know there are varieties that 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 are more red right. than mm. than some. There are, and then there's so many different forms. There's the dwarf. Right. Moundy forms. Right. There's almost ground cover forms, right. and then there's the upright, which you can make as a large shrub or screen, 
or espalier, mm-hmm. and they take care of themselves. Yeah, they yeah, do. it's a it, it's a it's a tough plant once it gets established, and, and birds love it. Yes, they because do because they'll come mm-hmm. in and they'll come in and eat the eat the berries. Berries, yes. Drink. The only thing you have to watch out for though is um, uh, is the fire blight. Fire blight, yeah. yeah it was r- rarely a problem. It's, yeah, it's not growing, a huge growing up, but. The right. birds. My dad last year was so excited of the birds when they'd come in and and just go to town and wipe out all the berries on there. But he was so excited to tell everybody, and they had pictures of the birds that came and took them. It was it was right. uh, really neat. Yeah, it's a it's a good plant. It's just, yeah, but you don't it, see it, people talking about that. No, I don't think I've had people ask for that in years and years. And I don't think I've recommended it to anybody. Yeah, I good just point. It just it just hasn't come up, right? But yeah, it's still available. It's still out there. I mean, you know, Monrovia used to grow it, right? Of it. All different. I don't yeah. know if they. I don't even know if they grow it anymore. And it so. makes a a beautiful holly berry sure. for the holidays. Yeah. It's the it's a better Southern California holly berry than most of the holly most of the hollies. Yeah. If you want to give us a call today, eight 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 three four four eleven seventy is the number. We're going to go out to El Cajon where Ann is waiting. Good morning, Ann. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good morning. Doing good. What can we do for you? Um, the first question is, uh, how do I get rid of white flies on my poinsettia? I have a great, I have a large poinsettia. It's actually four individual plants in one pot, and I can't bring it in the house because it has white flies. I've tried, I've put worm caspians on it. I, uh, I started spraying it with water, but that didn't work and then i uh sprayed it with a captain jack uh right like a a garden that a garden spray that i had that was right yeah i I, jacks won't work yeah i think i would if if it was me i think i would probably use the um house plant granules the systemic house plant granules uh, is it in a container still? I'd, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, she said it's in a container. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a granular insecticide. You you put it on. You measure it out according to the size of the container that it's in. Water it in. It's absorbed through the root system, and it will protect the plant from the inside out. And it will take care. It will take care of white fly. How how long does that take? Um, it probably is going to take about a week for it to move to move its way through the plant. Um, but it should after that it should start taking care of it, and it'll last for what is it about is four it, to six, six weeks. weeks? Four to six weeks. Like and if yeah. you want to do, a, uh, just wash it off before you. I mean, put the fertile or the uh, insecticide in, and just wash it off. Bring it in. Okay, should be fine. The um, and also the bio advanced rose and flower. You could use as a contact spray. There's some systemic in that as well. You could spray on for more immediate results uh, while the systemic is getting up Taking and in place, through the yeah, plant. Getting into there. Okay. As long as it's, I, I wanted to bring it in for Christmas, that's why I was asking. Right. Uh, it should be. It should be. Be ready by then. So. I would. Yeah, I would the think other, so. The other question is: um, I called. Several months ago, about my goat head weeds, I had them all over the yard, and I've tried. I think I've pulled out most of them. There are still probably some thorns out there, though, because every once in a while my dog will, you know, she'll stop running and pick them out of her feet because I didn't get them all. But uh, at that time, you told me to spray them with a pre-emergent, but I I don't remember when I'm supposed to do that. Uh, I would say probably probably now or January. January, I was going to say before, January. You, want, you need yeah. to get it down. You need to get it down before they start growing. But don't yeah. they wait until it's hot to germinate? Didn't we get a late season germination out of those because we had the rain in August from from Tropical Storm Hillary? I think they're a later a later germination. I don't think they usually germinate when the when it's cool. Okay. You can, so you might have to do it a little bit later. Or just do it a couple times. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what else is out but, there uh, growing, but... It is unlikely that you will get complete control of what's coming up. And so it'd be really important this coming season, as it shows up, to either dig it, pull it, or spray it before it starts forming more seeds. Yeah. 
and it should only take one season to break the life cycle. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was. It, you're you're right. It really took off after that rain because I I had I had only seen sparingly you know a few of them, but then after it rained in August, it was like the whole yard was green, covered with that bright green. Yeah, the, yeah, the, you know, with the with the pre-emergence, the trick is to get it down. We to get it to get the pre-emergent applied before the before the weeds start to germinate, and then after you apply it, don't disturb it. Yeah, because it, it it creates a bar- there, yeah. it creates a barrier in the in the surface of the soil. Um, and if you go and start planting stuff in it, or start you start cultivating and or digging other weeds out, it kind of defeats the purpose of the. It defeats the purpose of it. So you want to you want to you want to get a, you want to get anything that's in there living out. Um, if you're going to put in if you're going to put in any kind of bedding plants or anything like that, you want those planted, and then go and put the pre-emergent down and just leave it alone. And that, okay. that's that's going to be the most effective way to do it. Yeah, this is just a big open area that we don't use for anything at all in the back, but it just took you know, took over that whole area. Yeah, then I would just I yeah, I'd put the I'd put the pre-emergent down, maybe do it a couple do a couple times, do it yeah. a couple of times through the season to keep it under control. And can you recommend a, a product that's really good that's easy to apply? The one we used to recommend yeah. all the time was a maze, but I don't think it's that's gone. available anymore. Um, it's either dimension or Oh, that's Chuck a, if he's yeah. listening is telling the f- radio right now which isn't helping us. Um, I think it is dimension, though. But you, you know, if you get if you give the you could give the San Diego store a call if you're closer to San Diego, give the San Diego store a call um, after eight o'clock, or you can give Poway a call after nine o'clock, and we can tell you what we have on the shelf in, in either store and what's available. Just ask for a pre-emergent. Yeah, pre-emergent yes. weed killer. Yeah. Okay. Great. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Yeah, you too. Merry yeah. Christmas. Merry Christmas you to too. you too. Um, if you want to give us a call, eight eight eight. Three four four eleven seventy is the number. You know that sounds like my neighbor's backyard. It's just a fallow area where they throw the ball for the dogs, and mm-hmm. every once in a while they stop running because oh. they get one of those goat heads in their right. paws. Mm. And it really showed up much later than normal this year because of the the late rain. of the late rain. Interesting. It's in a totally unwatered area. You know, speaking of pre-emergence, you can also use it on your you can use it on your lawn, right? Which I always say I always say I'm going to do, and I never, never do, do it. it. Uh, I know. But you know, for to control um, to control uh, crabgrass, crabgrass, one, or, of the, yeah. one of the best ways to do it. I am told that if you need a 50 pound bag of dimension. You can get it at Grand Jetto's Farm and Garden. That's a lot of dimension. That is a huge amount of dimension. What was the? There was dimension, and there was a portrait. Portrait That's, yeah, was the yeah, other one. I couldn't think of that. Yeah. The green light. They used that was green light. that was yeah. green light. Right. Dimension. Yeah. So yeah, amazed. Yeah. We God, we sold tons pre cedar weeder. And, well, I yeah, forgot about pre cedar weeder. Yeah, yeah, that was. And then there was so. there was a liquid one too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, surflan. Surflan. Yeah. Is it surflan? Was there surflan and treflan? Those yeah, are those so. are in the olden days. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Way back. Um, and who who ended up buying Greenlight? I can't remember. I think Ortho ended up doing. No, it. I th- well, I thought it was the same people that ruined all the other brands. That would be Scotts. Yeah, Scotts. I think that's, who, I think that's Scott's, who took yeah. it over. That's yeah. they bought Ortho also, and I and think the, that's what the first byproduct of that was. Well, uh, the well, they kept it. They they kept a maze for a while, right? And then because that was the only thing they kept, they yeah. got rid of everything else, and then. Yeah. Um, and then they took a maze. They I got think, rid of a maze too. I think what they do is they Screw shop up. at Walter Anderson's to see what we like Sell the most, and, they and then take it out. Of they production. buy it and take it away from and, us and get rid of it. We're gonna yeah. get those guys. Yeah, yeah they do. A, I'm they, pretty sure that's what they do. They it's do a corporate, a, they corporate do policy. A, they do a really, really good job of that. <laughs> um, taking taking an absolutely incredible brand and and yeah. destroying it. Sure. <laughs> They they do it all the time. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more Garden Talk right after this.
Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back with more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady. George Allman has the weekend off. Um, and I, I, it just occurred to me in the break, this is our last live show of 2023 we're gonna be gonna be be dark next weekend in the weekend before um new New year's Year's day okay and george has been putting together a a true best of some pulling things out that's why we're i'm gonna have to apologize before the end of the last show of 2023 apparently i'm snarkier than i thought i was you might Mm. be we just we just get yeah, used to I was it. Gonna so. say, That's we've what known I you think, for forty years, so we. I think I do too. Yeah, but I'm going to have to call it snarky talk instead of banter or whatever. Uh, Surfland, Chuck has let me down. He has not reached out to give me the proper information, but, but well, uh, he might be busy. Kevin told well, he's probably driving. Yeah, Kevin said that uh, Surfland is no longer available. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. And he's going to bring me a fifty pound bag of dimension dimension, dimension to put yeah. on my. In my Christmas stocking and pull down my mantle. Is there any? Is there any liquid uh, pre-emergence anymore, or no? I'm sure there. Monterey made one, and I can't remember the name of it. Well, we'll but, look uh, into that well, anyway. You guys uh, talk about something, and I'll look that up. Yeah, we uh. still both stores still have a few cut Christmas trees left. Uh, we had some. We had some really neat um, living tr- Christmas trees, oh, okay. and still do tree and tree alternatives. Uh, so if you're looking for something that you can put in the ground, yeah, yeah and you we, can grow we, later. Yeah, we've got some. We've got something that you can use. Um, also, st- both stores still have some Christmas decor available, and also there there is still a decent selection of poinsettias. Oh, okay, yeah, they look they look nice this year. We yeah, had some they we had were. some re- had some really nice poinsettias this year. Um, what else do we have going? Oh, I was walking through the uh, uh, another one of those plants that you just don't see that much anymore. Um, I was walking through the receiving area yesterday, and somebody had flats of Korean grass. Oh, wow! And um, Southland used to grow right. Korean grass. Yeah, it was expensive, and you had to buy it. Five was it four square feet at a time, or five? Squ- it was five square feet. Yeah, yeah. But, but I think it was. It was, it was like well, back expensive. then, yeah, it was, was like twenty bucks a foot. Right. Um, that's a that's actually a really that's a neat ground cover. It is. Yeah. It's ma- it's high maintenance. Right. And it's like some people. And it's uh, by totally. by it's by no means perfect, but when it especially when it first establishes and yeah. it, and it's just smooth and hasn't started getting lumpy. lumpy. Yet, Too lumpy it is yeah. it is really pretty. We should have known this weed, weed impede. impede. They yeah. have the most common sense names. That's tr- in most yeah, cases. Or, we except, well, turf lawn ester is not very common. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> That's true. Uh, uh, but yeah, I hadn't. I I just hadn't seen it in a, right. in a while. So it's nice to see that some that somebody somebody's still, still growing doing it. Yeah. I remember we had it in our front yard when we lived in Bay Park, and it was it was great when we first got it first established. Started, but yeah. then then when it started getting lumpy, I remember my dad trying to mow it. Oh, that was that was it's hard that was to, not that yeah. was not good it's no. hard to keep it green and happy when it gets lumpy because cool. the roots oh, yeah. are yeah. up in well, the it, air it, it, it's that the 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 thatch gets so compressed and it, the, the water just runs off it of doesn't it. Even, it, it, yeah it doesn't it, penetrate you, yeah, yeah you have to put a surfactant in on it every once right. in a while just to get the water to, to go through it my my dad's uncle used to grow it too Oh, okay. Um, I think I went and picked uh, it up once or something. That was, that was back when Mount Soledad was a yeah. sod-growing area? No, this was when he was growing it in Rancho Santa Fe. We used to go up and pick up sod. Yeah. Uh, but he, he, he grew it. I, don't, I guess it was just more popular back then. Yeah. But it's, I don't even know if they grow the other. It's, a, it's zoysia. Zoysia, 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 zoysia tenuifolia. And then Southland used to grow another zoysia, and I can't remember what the they name They have a couple was. of them. Do they have? And I think, 
I think they are still growing a couple of different zoysias because they are supposed to be a little longer green than some of the common Bermudas, but we we sold them for a short period or for a little while. I rem- well, I remember we used to sell some of it, but the the one of the problems with the zoysias is that it's it's a warm season grass, so it right. tends it tends to go dormant in the winter time, which yeah. some people don't particularly care for that. Right. Thank you for reminding me that my sister is waiting for me to bring home a bag of annual ryegrass oh, for her Bermuda oh, lawn. I oh, keep forgetting oh, to I, pick know, it up. I just, yeah, I forget about that, too. I, yeah, I should probably overseed mine, although the the weeds are keeping it nice and green, <laughs> so I almost don't need to overseed it. Well, that's kind of why we need this rain, because exactly. the area where my grass is is pretty darn dry, and I don't want to water it. Yeah. And, when so that, and I shouldn't have to in December. Right. No, that was the other thing with the with the Korean grass. You have to um, you have to plant it by either by stolons or by plugs. Right. It, it does not grow from does not grow from seed. Right. But but once you get it in the ground, yeah, it it's gonna it's gonna be there for a while. Correct. So where, where did I see the la- the last place I saw it in the landscape? I think was at the um, at the uh, gardens at the self-realization temple in Encinitas, which if you haven't been there, that that's a really neat garden and it's, it's open to the public and I'm pretty sure it's free, but it's up on the bluffs overlooking the ocean. And it, it's, I've never been there, it's so. really nice. It's not big, right? Uh, but it's really nice. It, and they have areas set aside where you can go and Sit with your thoughts. Or sit with your thoughts or meditate. Um, I do that look, at home every look, day. Look at the ocean. It's a, it, it's a, it's a really, it's a, it's a, it's kind of a hidden gem on the on the coast over there. And that's sounds at, like at the self self realization temple in uh, the garden in um, Encinitas. Ooh, definitely worth going and checking that out. What else have we got going on? Yeah, I think that's about it. I think we're just about. Are we done it. for the year? That's well, it. I think we're getting. I think we're getting awfully close. Um, well, and you should say some nice, something nice, or I guess I should say something nice, or you. Hmm. <laughs> uh, well, why would fun, I want to do that? It's been another fun year. Yeah, we had another year of garden talk under our belts, and, no and we're looking forward to twenty twenty four and coming back and spending weekend, spending Saturday mornings with everybody. Um, We've had quite a few people this year that have mentioned oh, out loud that they listen. They listen and that we have been useful to them. Yeah. It's very and, that was and, never the intention, but I'm no, glad I, that it's I, I worked would, out. Yeah. It is it is it is it is much appreciated though to, to have somebody comment about it. So It really is and there's I mean and don't be, ever be intimidated to call cuz everybody's got questions, quite frankly. The question you ask or people ask is the same question somebody else is thinking of anyway. You know what I mean? So just just yeah. call. Yeah. Um, the cl- the first class of the new year is going to be in Poway is going to be the fruit Tyler tree, fruit tree pruning class with Tyler and spraying and spraying with Tyler with and there's Tyler Trimble. Especially well, so far it's been so warm and dry this fall or winter. No, it's not winter yet. This fall that spraying hasn't really been in most people's minds because you don't associate warm dry weather with disease but well, you, we're expecting we, yeah usually the weather though, to we change. tell people well i don't know everybody can do it differently but start spraying in november you know your fruit trees not necessarily your roses but your uh just november between, december just january yeah, deciduous between fruit trees. no yeah between yeah. no between november and january if yeah, you, you can see, get it done you, 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 you want to do it before they, they start right, leaving out right you, dormant spraying after they leaf yeah, out is not a good people idea and recommend doing it two or three times you know yeah. once a month november december january yeah for the disease control right. use the copper spray right um if, if you yep. want to overwintering insects the horticultural oil correct will, will and that's care of it. i think part that is overlooked so often is the horticultural oil Agreed. because it is not necessarily a disease control, but there is so many more, there are so many more overwintering insects and scales and things than I think people realize. And so doing the horticultural oil this time of the year, and that only has to be done once a year is really important. And again, do it to your citrus at least once or twice a year to control the psyllid. Yeah. Yeah. That spreads the disease. Got to keep that under Got to keep that under control. That's huge, yeah. huge. You've been listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. Have a great holiday season, everybody. We will see you 
after the new year in 2024. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.